So it seems there was a time in the history of the people of Israel where they had forgotten who God had been for them and had kind of gone after their own ways and their own ways of thinking. And the prophet Malachi was told to go and shout to the hills so that the, even the hills would hear what the Lord God had to say to the people. And Malachi offered the people's response for them. And it goes like this. Excuse me, Micah. A reading from the sixth chapter of the prophet Micah. Beginning with verse 6. With what shall I come before the Lord and bow down before the exalted God? Shall I come before Him with burnt offerings, with calves a year old? Will the Lord be pleased with the thousands of rams, with ten thousand rivers of olive oil? Shall I offer my firstborn for my transgression, the food of my body for the sin of my soul? He has shown you, O mortal, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you? To act justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with your God. This is the Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. So I'll read that one for you because I saw that happen this week. I saw young people and old people and middle-aged people acting justly, bringing about justice for people who are cut off from any other source of relief. Doing mercy to people who didn't know exactly how to receive it. Doing mercy to people who were in deep need of someone being merciful. And I saw people walking together humbly with God. Not thinking of themselves as too great to serve others. Especially someone they didn't know. And so I... Our team is up before you to share their experience this week. And I and Kathy Eller are going to go first. And you might be wondering how Kathy Eller is going to go first. Because she's not here. (laughs) (laughs) Kathy is in Georgia visiting the aquarium. But Kathy gave to me her written report. And I'm going to read that to you now. Hey everyone, y'all say hey. I'm so sorry I'm not here to tell you about my salt trip, but whoever is reading this for me is a pretty awesome person, so it's pretty much like I'm saying it. And you're supposed, right, and she has LOL, so you're supposed to laugh there. But anywho, I had the honor to work on Glenda Jones and Willie Jones' houses. I had Pastor David and Caitlin by my side, along with 12 other incredible people. We had a lot to do on both of their homes and only a week to do it all. We honestly thought it was going to be a pretty easy site to work on and we would have enough time. We had to paint, fix the underpinning of the trailer, and either rebuild Glenda's porch or just replace back wood in the porch. But we found out that the whole porch basically needed to be rebuilt. What we also found was that her house was about to fall. 
The foundation columns under her home looked like someone was trying to play Jenga and was losing. And I give credit for that saying to an amazing person named Ben on my site. So that completely set us back a whole day because we couldn't just leave it like that. So we were very pressed on time from then on. But once the foundation was stable, we were able to work on the framing for the bottom of the house. And the framing was literally like a puzzle. There were so many pieces. But long story short, we almost did not finish. The group of adults had to stay back on Friday night just to somewhat finish the framing and hanging plywood just so that it would look... Oh, what happened? There we go. Look presentable for the home tours. Friday was a very stressful day because it stormed, but we got ice cream out of that. So, I mean, I'm not complaining too much. But it did set us back on time. But overall, I feel like we had an amazing site and we did amazing work for the little time and big setbacks we had. Going into the week of Salkahatchee, I had a lot on my mind. About two weeks before Salk, someone really important to me told me something about myself that hit me really hard. No one had ever said anything like that, and I really needed it. It literally changed my life, and I thank you for talking to me and leading me on a better direction. I got almost everything off my chest and was able to be forgiven for everything I had done, but I will continue to do better myself for not only me, but the man who gave everything to me so that I could live a life of love and forgiveness. Isaiah 41, 10 through 13 tells us, don't panic. I'm with you. There's no need to fear. I will give you strength. I will help you. I, your God, have a firm grip on you, and I am not letting you go. I truly believe that Bible verse, and I always will. Thank you all for the love and support from you guys and giving us the opportunity to go and serve our Lord in above and beyond ways. That foundation was terrifying. Um, I guess, can y'all all see my phone? Let's imagine that's the pier. It was like that. Four of them. I don't know how much longer her trailer was going to stay up. I, I told her that I felt like we had arrived in God's timing. And just on time. And Caitlin was on that site too. And it was fascinating to me. I, I was the site leader for that. So I was a little nervous about just jumping in and taking the foundation of her trailer apart without asking somebody's permission, you know. <laughs> that makes sense, right? So I called the camp director and had him come over. And he would look scared when I showed it to him. And asked him what he wanted me to do. I had my second house was like that, but it was an actual house, not a trailer. So I knew I could probably fix it, but I was still scared. And he told me to fix it, so I figured, well, his name's on camp director form, right? If he says yes, we can do it. Fascinating thing was is that everybody on that site jumped into that. And no one acted like we shouldn't do it. Now, when you peel back something sometimes and you see the problems that are underneath it, you can have a tendency to want to cover it back up, right? And just ignore it. We do that with our own souls sometimes, don't we? We had this moment where we get a glimpse of ourselves as we really are, and we just want to cover it back up and say, no, I'll deal with that later. And that was what one professional told us we should do. Um, a mobile home mover that Matt Havis called said we should walk away from that one. And Matt said he told him, we don't do that at Salkahatchee. And that's so we didn't. We jacked the house up and rebuilt the piers one at a time. We rebuilt, rebuilt four of them and got her house back to weight-bearing on some of the others. 
the home had literally moved about 14 inches down the hill. And it was surprising to me that it was still there. Now it looks beautiful. We cleaned all the algae off of it and rebuilt the porch. But I think the thing we learned there the most of is that sometimes we have to do the hard work of digging in and not being afraid to address something that's broken. Not being afraid to take the chance to heal either ourselves or someone else's life. You never know when God might send you into someone's life to be the one that helps them to learn how to, how to do mercy or to, to love justice or to walk humbly with God. It was an amazing thing to see how easily all of the kids picked up on all my witty sayings. They wrote them all on this board we had on the site. And then what was really weird about that was reading them later and saying, man, I say some stupid stuff. <laughs> but they seemed to enjoy it. I enjoy working with Caitlin and Kathy, and that's what I have to say. I appreciate you all trusting me to go with them. Um, Salkahashi has become a family to me. It's not just a camp. And the, the opportunity to watch young people dive into things that are scary to adults and just do them with reckless love is amazing to me. Oh, there's a lot of naysayers in the world that want to say that this generation only cares about themselves. It's not true. At least not with our kids. And you helped make that so. You raised them. You're up, Kayla. You can just stand there. That's fine. Hello? Channel 9, Mike. Hello? Use your outside voice. Okay. So, <laughs> the first thing that I noticed when I got to the site was that there were a lot of wasps. We had to use like four cans of wasp spray, and then there were still some. I even had a dream like last night that I was like covered in wasps. It was really bad. But um, other than that, it was a really fun experience. I'm going to be honest. I haven't been going to my youth group, mainly because there's been a lot of drama there, which is, I mean... It's a bunch of teenage girls, so there's going to be a lot of drama. But um, I feel like this trip helped us all, like, grow together, and a lot of friendships were mended, and um, I'm really glad that that got to happen. And I know I'm definitely going to be going back. And I want to thank you guys for giving me the opportunity to do that and to help other people and have a good experience, so... Thank you. Um, for those of you who don't know, I'm Sarah Alford. Uh, this is my third year of going to Sakahachi. I don't have a green shirt on like the rest of the people. Um, but <laughs> I did go. Um, I worked on Miss Patterson's house, which she was a hoarder, and she didn't know she was a hoarder. So she said that she kept stuff that her children considered trash, but she just liked them a lot, so she liked the trash. Um, 
So I took that as like, I related it to God because, you know, some people, they'll give up on you and they'll let you go and let you out of their lives. But God never does. God's always there. Whether you are there for him or not, he's there for you constantly. And so I was, Leanne was on my site and we had a few altercations to say the least. But she, <laughs> I've... We'd always been close, but we'd never been so close before. And I'm so, so grateful that I had the opportunity to be so close with a lot of these people. And I met so many amazing people. And you don't get the opportunity to do that because when you're in high school, there's a lot of people, you know, that aren't, they don't share the same faith and foundations with you. But these people at Sakahachi do. And I just want to say thank you for allowing me the opportunity to go. And I will be going back next year for sure. Okay. Sarah almost made me cry. Again. Again. But um, like she said, we were on the same site. And we did have an altercation at lunch one day. But she let me make it better. It was fun. Um, Talking about mending friendships, me and Caitlin are now friends again through Sakahatchee. (laughs) So, Miss Patterson was a hoarder. Was a hoarder. (laughs) And she didn't let us work on any other rooms but the kitchen and the living room and the bathroom. And I was working on the um, the hallway ceiling, and I looked over, and there was just a room packed high of stuff. So we didn't really know what to do with that, so we just left it alone. But I had fun at Sakahatchee. Um, it was my second year going, and I'm going back next year, so thank you for sending me. Okay, I'm done. Bobby said she's going to go last because best for last. So, <laughs> so um, hi. If you don't know me, my name is Linda Rose. I was on a roofing site this year for Miss Inez Morrow. Our camp director said that it was the biggest roof that camp has ever done. So go us. Um, uh, there was about 20 of us on the site. We also did her bathroom floor, and we had one lady. Her name was Miss Mary, who was on our site. She did her entire yard, as far as yard work and gardening. Um, and, okay. So our roof was, the whole thing was, like, slanted weird. The joists were uneven. So it was really difficult um, at first. And we replaced about 30 different spots that had holes in them. And then, and we worked every day until the very last moment because it was so big. Um, and actually Leanne and Sarah's site came and helped us out on Friday because they finished early and they they cleaned up for us. (laughs) I'm sorry about that, (laughs) y'all. But, um, so on Tuesday, actually, I got dehydrated. So I went and I was one of the runners. I helped one of the runners out and we went to Lowe's 
And let me tell you, there is a lot of extra work that we don't really know about being campers that goes into this, and those people are amazing. <laughs> like, they, they do a lot of stuff for us, and they deserve a thank you for that because I went to their site as a runner, and we had to get a bunch of stuff, go to several different, like, we went to Lowe's and Home Depot, and a different Lowe's. <laughs> um, and then on Thursday, actually, um, the boy who, um, who died, his dad came and helped us on our site. Um, and he did not talk very much, but he was up on that roof as long as we were. He ate lunch with us, but he didn't say anything. And I, it was his birthday, the boy who died. So um, he wanted to do something he would have done on that day. And I think it really helped him because my site leader, Laura, talked to him a lot. And that's what this does for people. It helps them through things like that. And I just want to say thank you for letting me go. And I will be going next year, just like all of them. So thank you again. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I'm Robbie. Um, but I had the pleasure of working on Miss Ruby Lee's house. Uh, I'm tall, I can't help it. Miss um, Ruby Lee is actually a member of uh, Bethel United Methodist, which is another Methodist church in Pendleton. Um, and she's actually been helping them uh, serve us lunch one day out of the week um, for the past couple past very long time. So it was actually, we we're turning around for her this, this year and serving her. Um, she even served us lunch on Friday, which was pretty cool. Um, but I actually, me and Shane were on a site together, um, when they were picking sites, uh, they called me into their, I call it the war room, it was their like secretive room where they were picking out who goes where and stuff, and they were like, so do you think you can handle this house? You know, there's, you gotta put in gutters, gotta do all this stuff, and paint fascia, and I was like, oh yeah, I can handle that, and they were like, do you want anybody to work with you? And I was like, oh yeah, I'll take Shane, he's, you know, he's not picked yet, and then little did I know that they were like, all right, you're the site leader. I was like, oh, crap. Because, <laughs> um, I mean, previously, this is my first year back at Saugahatchee after a little bit of a hiatus. So previously, I've just seen it from the eyes of a camper. So this was a lot different of an experience. Um, pretty much as a first time as an adult. Uh, but overall, I'd say it was a successful week. Um, those gutters were a real pain, um, but we got them on. Uh, Shane had to go out there like Saturday morning and fix one of them. Um, but this week, uh, last Sunday at Pendleton UMC, their preacher Mel, he preached about stepping out of your comfort zone. And this was definitely a good place to do that, stepping out of your comfort zone. Whether it was me learning to be an adult um, and leading children, or young adults really, um, or you know some of our youth stepping out of their comfort zone, not not taking the easy route, doing the hard thing, and growing as an individual and as a Christian. And um, I just thank y'all for this experience. And um, I hope you continue to support us. And I know you will. Um, I'm going to pass the mic on to Shane. Um, for you, y'all that don't know me, my name's Shane. Her little brother. Um, this week, it wasn't easy, but it could have been a lot harder. 
like Robbie said, I was on a site with him. I had to miss Monday and Tuesday to be an actual adult, and it kind of sucks. Um, <laughs> uh, it was hard missing those two days because I, I wanted to be there doing stuff with my family and all, but you, sometimes you just can't do it. everything that you want. Um, when I got back Wednesday, Tuesday night, I did worship with them and all, and then Wednesday morning I got got up, went straight to work with a ceiling pop. We had to scrape the rest of the popcorn off and repaint it, and it's a lot harder than it sounds. Um, let's see, this week uh, it wasn't. Like I said it wasn't easy. Found out Sunday or Saturday when we got there that we lost Matthew Hartsock, and that's. It's hard. of our friend Matthew has really impacted us a lot this week. Um, most of the girls didn't know about it. <laughs> um, they tried to keep it kind of on the down low to because um, it's, it's hard. It's really hard. Um, you know, we've known Matthew, well I've known Matthew for, well since I started, which was nine years ago. Um, and, and you know, he was, he was a really great friend. Um, to everybody he met, <laughs> he definitely would keep you laughing with his his bare feet and his watermelon rinds that he liked to eat. Um, <laughs> um, but it it made it really difficult on those of us that did know about it to make it through the week. Um, but it also made it easier because we knew that Matthew was with us, which is where he wanted to be. Matthew hasn't gotten to come to Salkahatchee now for a few years. Um, because of work and having to having to do life on his own, um, and all he ever wanted to do was go back to camp. <laughs> so, as as much as it sucks that he wasn't actually physically there, he was there, and 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 that's what kind of got me through the week, um, and what kept me pushing through. Um, my house was. Um, Miss Miss Willie Green, she was so sweet. She was from the same church that Robbie and Shane's homeowner was from, uh, Bethel United Methodist. Um, she has been kind of the one heading up for so many years, then feeding us, which is not an easy undertaking. There's 134 of us this year. Um, so if you've ever fed 134 people, that's a lot. <laughs> um but she can't. She she has she has both of her legs are amputated. Her husband has dementia real bad, so he's in a home. Um, so she hasn't been able to feed us, you know, last year or this year. But she still heads it up. She was over there all day Thursday at the church. She she lives right across the road from the church. She was over there all day Thursday planning our our lunch for the next day. Um, super sweet lady. I worked with twelve other people on her home. We completely repainted, scraped down all the paint, repainted everything on her front porch, um, including the bricks on the bottom of her house. Um, we repainted all of her shutters. The poor group of like five girls had to paint all week long. 
bless their hearts, because I couldn't have done it. <laughs> I get tired of painting after a couple of hours. Um, but I do still have paint and, and everything else still all in my hair and under my fingernails. And, and I'm sure it won't come out for another couple of days. Um, we completely redid her ceiling in her bedroom. Um, we replaced all of her kitchen cabinets um, and her sink because we thought that her floor may have been falling through, but it was actually just the bottom of her cabinets that hold it up. It was completely rotted. So her cabinets, instead of being level, leaned forward, and all of her doors would swing open. They wouldn't stay shut, um, and her drawers would come out. The project that I kind of headed up as an adult, because being an adult is weird, was the back of her house. We were supposed to do just a wheelchair ramp, but her ground that her house is on is very unlevel. So it kind of turned into like a little deck on the back porch with a really tiny ramp coming off the end of it. Um, and that was a lot of fun. It was a lot of hard work. Um, worship this week was fantastic. Um, worshiping with all of these people, plus the few that aren't here this morning, is uh, an amazing experience. If you ever get the chance to come to Salkahatchee, if you can ever take the 4th of July week off to come with us, it's fantastic. Um, it'll change your life and your outlook on not only yourself or, you know, the adults that are there, but it'll also change your outlook on young people just in general. Um, it's, it's, it's amazing to see 14-year-olds working on people's homes. It's even more amazing to see 14-year-olds sitting in a church crying and worshiping God and accepting Christ into their heart. Um, I'm just really proud of everybody here and I want y'all to know that I'm very proud of you I'm very proud of all of you um, and I'm very proud of all of you for helping us go every year if it wasn't for all of y'all we wouldn't be able to go um, it's it costs us as a group about $3,000 to go to camp because there are so many of us now which is a wonderful issue to have um, but it, if it wasn't for y'all we wouldn't be able to go help the 10 people that we helped this week. Um, we worked on 10 homes. They said there was 134 of us at camp total, um, which is the most we've had in a very long time. Um, and I just thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. I know they all appreciate y'all more than you'll ever know. Um, we love you, and we look forward to going again next year. So the prophet said to, to love justice, to do mercy, and to walk humbly. You all helped them do that this week. And it's always a high point to get to this place where, you know, we've worked for it, we've gone, we've had time to think about it, but I'm sure for them it'll be as it will be for me. I'll think about this until next year. And the, the highs and the lows in it, the moments of... You know, feeling great victory and then the sky opens up and washes all the paint off the wood you just painted and you're starting over. Um, and feeling like, oh no, we won't make it. And all of the highs and lows of it are what make it beautiful and what makes it worth going. But what really happens is people who might otherwise think that 
no one in the world cares about them. Learn that God cares about them. Whether it's a camper that's there by themselves or an adult that needs needs that moment of peace of being away from the rest of their life or just a moment to think about something other than themselves or whether it's the homeowner. So much healing goes on in that environment. And I'm glad to be part of it. And thank you for making it possible for us to go. This is a work of our congregation. It's not just the youth that go and do it. We do it together. Hand in hand, we do this act of mercy in the name of Christ.